Southeast Motorsports coverage. Here's your host, Tom Baker. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Lead Lap Show. Lead Lap Radio, we call it. Uh, my name is Tom Baker. We are broadcasting, as always, from the WSIC studio in Statesville, North Carolina. And uh, we've got a, a fun show today. Um, it's not often that I get a guest in the studio where we can just kind of narrow our focus to one or two uh, types of racing, but we're going to do that here in a moment. I want to remind you of a couple of things. First of all, if you're listening to us on one of our many on-demand platforms, then know that if you're in the Lake Norman area of North Carolina, you can hear us on the WSIC family of stations every Saturday morning at nine o'clock. We are the First of two shows that comprise the 90-minute horsepower hour uh, after our show is done at 10 a.m. Eastern. Then Lenny Batiki comes on with PRNs at the track. So, uh, and even if you're even if you're not in the WSIC listening area, you can just go to WSICnews.com on Saturday mornings at nine o'clock and check it out. Or, of course, you can get us. Uh, we stream live. Just um, go to Lead Lap Show and. Um, and uh, on your favorite podcast platform, we should be there. We're on most of them now. So with that being said, also want to remind you that uh, the new social medias for Steering Wheel Nation, which is our new media hub, are up and running. So on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, if you just type in Steering Wheel Nation, it'll bring us up or at the little at symbol, the wheel nation we couldn't get steering wheel nation on twitter so uh we ran into the character limit for names so uh at the wheel nation on facebook twitter and instagram like it follow it whatever it is that you do on that social and um that way because we've got uh man when we launch the website it's going to be a lot of fun and it's coming quickly so uh make sure you get uh, in ahead of the wire here and um get on all our social medias okay so joining me in the studio today other than producer chris murdoch who is here each and every week joining me in the studio today is aaron creed and i'm happy to have aaron back aaron's the um pr director i guess is your title right uh, but uh, chief cook and bottle washer uh for <laughs> jack of all trades uh for the super cup stock car series and that's a series that i know that some of you are probably going to say uh what's that well we're going to tell you we're going to spend a lot of time talking about super cup today so it, aaron will be joining us here momentarily they've got a big announcement that just uh is taking place we're kind of breaking it here on this show so we're excited to do that and tell you about what's going on but we always start with the news of the day and boy is there a ton of uh news but i'm gonna save some of it um i'm gonna save what's coming up for the end of the show we're gonna talk about what's just happened over the past weekend so here we go with a roundup on the cars tour their final race took place over the weekend at south boston speedway in virginia it was bobby Bobby Mack, my old buddy Bobby Mack, uh, picking up the win. Bobby McCarty, and he won the championship in the uh, <clears throat> excuse me in the uh, super late model division. And Carson Quapple picked up the win in the late model stock and won that championship. And here's the cool news: both of them are going to be on the show next week. So we're going to have uh, a lot of conversation about the cars tour on next week's show because uh, both of those uh, drivers will be joining us uh, on the dirt. 
Lucas Oil Series Dirt Track World Championship went to Ricky Thornton Jr. Great run for him. Uh, the Carolina Clash Late model event at Lakeview Speedway was won by Jeff Smith. I love that series. I really do. That's a fun series. The Blue Ridge Outlaws, another fun series, uh, were at the Carolina Speedway over the weekend. Matthew Nance took the checkered flag at that one. Friendship Speedway had a 10,000-to-win dirt-modified race. Guess who won? For those of you who are dirt aficionados, you won't have to guess. I could give you three of the first two wouldn't count. You'd still get it. The high side tickler. Kyle Strickler picked up the win at Friendship in that one. That was an unsanctioned event. And check this out. At Traveler's Rest Speedway in South Carolina, they had a 10,000 to win race for the Thunder Bombers. The Thunder Bombers. If you don't know what a Thunder Bomber is, it's basically a four-cylinder car. Tyler Geis picked himself up. A cool $10,000 for winning a Thunder Bomber race at Traveler's Rest. That is a beautiful facility. I love it. Aaron Creed, have you ever heard of a 10000 to win race for Thunder Bombers? I don't think so. <laughs> That's I, I can't get over that. Like It probably cost them you know, seven or 800 for the car and throw some tires on it and a little bit of fuel and away you go, right? That's pretty spectacular. That's incredible. That's uh, Tyler Geis getting the win um, in, in that event. I love it. Um, and some things that we'll talk about. As we go forward uh, next week, because we're doing a lot about the Cars Tour next week, we're going to talk about their 22, the 2022 schedule, which uh, came out this week. You got there. I got there. A little slow, but I get there once in a while. And then the... Um, Luckily, you got a week to get it right. That's right. The Carolina Pro Late Model Series uh, also announced their opener for next year, and we're going to get into that more next week as well. So uh, those two things are things to look forward to on the next show okay so there's your news for now and again we're going to tell you what's coming up we have a ton of big races coming up we're going to do that in our final thoughts segment at the end of the show so let's get to our guest here while we got some time left in the segment um aaron creed from the super cup stock car series uh first of all the super cup stock car series just ending its season Talk about uh, the championship and um, kind of wrap the last race for us. Yeah, and you saw me at Motor Mile, the penultimate event, and you, I did. You said I was a jack of all trades, and you probably saw it that day. I was doing. You were pretty announcing. Much everything. You were photographing. You were <laughs> pring. You were. I think you you bought dinner for the boss, and you know probably uh, swept the floor when it was done. Right. Something like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, then after Motor Mile, three weeks after that, we moved on to Dominion Raceway in Thornburg, yep. Virginia. We've began and concluded our seasons there the last few years and uh we did that once again and um yeah we held twin 60 lap events and uh ben ebling was the favorite going in with the point lead and yep. uh, he ended up winning both races and uh it wasn't a cakewalk at all I, I know he 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 got a little lucky on the redraw we'd redraw the top six qualifiers in the first race and uh his uh i think it was his son this time that drew number one so right there you got he got an advantage yep. right there and uh he was able to to get the lead right from the get-go and win the first race and then the second race though he had to deal with uh, a couple different drivers uh finally jason kitzmiller winner at motor mile he had races. he had to yep. pass him early in the event and uh he swept both races won a season record single season record nine events during the the 2021 season that's amazing really i mean i you know he uh he really had a big year and now for those who don't know what the super cup stock car series is let's kind of zone out a little bit mm -hmm. and hit some basics here so first of all uh talk a little bit about the genesis of the series 
And you know, let's talk about what it is and what its mission is and kind of how everything works. Well, yeah, it it basically formed at the end of 2007 when some rules for another series kind of phased out some other cars that were... We can say it. It's the Hooters Pro Cup series. It was, yes. Just for uh, those people who remember (laughs) that, this was a spinoff. Yeah. Which is now the Car Store series, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird how that worked out. So basically, if I remember right, from what Joe told me, there were a handful of guys who didn't want to change to composite bodies. Mm -hmm. So thus, Super Cup was born of those guys who wanted to keep the steel bodies on the cars and move forward that way and then of course hooters ended up becoming cars tour and now it's a late model series yeah so <laughs> and then the composite bodies that were in pro cup are now allowed in super cup so yeah it, it's kind of gone on from there where you know cars that have been phased out of other series you know lots of competitors you know that are out there they just don't have the funding to you know do something new to their existing equipment so um it gives them an option to to continue racing and uh and you know we have a whole mixture of cars now we got the hooters pro cup cars that were the steel bodied cars and now the composite cars plus you know the steel bodied arca cars we have a few prior nascar cars that are in competition and uh you know we we basically we base the rules um based on the series first of all that they ran that they came from and then you know so like an arc car is an arc car pro cup car is a pro cup car um and then you know make adjustments from there to to keep things even whether whether that's weight brakes width height tie obviously our tires and equalizer american racer compound we run uh carburetors you know any of that kind of any of those kinds of bells and whistles i guess you could say to keep things pretty even and you know certain certain combinations have to be approved by our series director Joe Schmeling before they can before they're you know approved to run <clears throat> Joe has a um formula about uh equivalent to the Pythagorean theorem I think it's uh, <laughs> something that uh you know somebody like Freud would look at and go wow really um you know but uh, it works well it really does and uh you see a lot of equal competition in this series so it's really for those of you in, in the listening audience who still can't quite vision what this is it's really kind of a Saturday night short track arca series is really what it is yeah it's except a, it's a touring series you're heavier cars than the late models yeah and it's so, you know 3300 pounds around yeah. that um but yeah we try to keep it inclusive as as inclusive as possible I've, obviously we don't want to allow certain things that um potentially you know make things uneven and and have someone potentially run away from the rest of the field so you know we we keep things when it comes to shocks and 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 suspension all that kind of stuff keeping it keeping it pretty level to your Saturday night kind of, uh, kind of theme where, where you're not now, everyone's not running bump stops or coil binding, all that kind of stuff. Thank God. (laughs) I'm going to give that a bell because I approve of that message. Um, I think that's, uh, that's gone a long way toward driving the cost up for everybody and making it far more complicated to run a late model stock car too. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're going to get into more of the details on the rules and such as we unpack this going forward in the show. Aaron's going to be with us the entire show. Uh, so we're going to have, uh, some more conversation about super cup and we'll be talking about that as our main theme tonight, letting you learn more about that series. So we're going to Step aside for a moment when we come back. More with Aaron Creed about Super Cup after this. 
You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Lead Lap Radio. Jesse's actually on our Inside Pass show this week. Uh, so if you go and search that, uh, that's our syndicated show. So if you're listening to it uh, as we air on WSIC, it airs Saturday at 7 mornings. o'clock this, this night. So. Yeah, 7 in the evening uh, on Saturday nights and 4 o'clock in the afternoon. That's Eastern time um, on Sirius XM, and it's 
Let's see, XM203, Sirius 217, and 967 on the Sirius XM app. So there you go. And you can, of course, uh, find it on any podcast platform, the Inside Pass. We're going to have uh, Jesse Love and also Callum Illett, who is going to be a newcomer to the IndyCar Series for 22. So he's going to be uh, on that show this week as well. Okay, back to this show and talking with Aaron Creed about the Super Cup Stock Car Series and... Um, we talked about kind of the genesis of it. It's really been uh, a labor of of love for Joe Schmeling over the years, I feel like. Um, I've spent a lot of time talking to Joe over, over the years about the series and keeping an eye on it. And I feel like the formula that he's built is amazing. And this series ought to have 25 or 30 cars a race. Um, and it should be the hottest thing in the region because from from a cost of competition standpoint compared to even running a late model stock at a track like Hickory, um, there is no comparison in cost. I mean, it's, it's the super cup series to me is the best kept secret in the mid Atlantic Southeast short track scene. And that's why I'm doing this show is I want people to start learning about it. We'd love to uh, get the car count back up. Um, talk a little bit about what, you hear from the drivers about the series and and you know who are the drivers and what's the mix of drivers and talk a little bit about how all that works yeah it's quite a mix of competitors that come from different backgrounds um we have quite a few full-time racers that have supported the series almost since the beginning so kevin cromer was our 2019 champion he's been around since i think the last race of our inaugural season in 2008 brent nelson's he's from petersburg west virginia kevin cromer's from northeast pennsylvania so we have, you know, a combination of drivers from, you know, up in Pennsylvania and New York all the way down to, you know, Tennessee and the Carolinas. Um, yeah, and and then experience-wise, it all varies and age-wise and everything. So, you know, we have a couple teenage racers that have been making some improvements here. They're twin brothers and their last name's brothers. <laughs> yeah, you have the brothers' brothers. Yes. <laughs> Hayden and Landon. And, uh, yeah, they've they've drastically improved since they started with the series a couple years ago and uh hayden actually qualified a best career fifth at dominion and they're getting some help from some of the series veterans so uh yeah so you have that (laughs) that end of the spectrum and then you have someone like bob schacht who's been running you know arca nascar cup series for you know 40 some years i think yeah i think bob if i remember correctly i think uh he was second to the apostle paul in his inaugural race <laughs> i think something like that bob's I been around about for that, way but... too long um and no i'm kidding bob i'm just kidding um uh, no he has been around a long time though. Yeah. he's done a lot of arca racing done some i think he's done some nascar stuff yeah. back in the day um and running with the super cup series and you know, you talked about the the brothers. Brothers, you've you've had you know a number of younger drivers. We're gonna we're working on trying to get Samantha Rohrbaugh, and we're gonna do a, a kind of a ladies themed show here coming up. We're gonna try to get Samantha as part of that. Uh, she she's uh, twenty one, I think, and and she's another example of a driver who um, is running in the series and has gone on to run some market, but um, she's also a pilot, which yes. I love. She's studying she's, to be a pilot. I, you know, Samantha's just a really, you know, she's a very marketable, very talented racer, but uh, just, she, she's just, uh, she's a thrill seeker. It's great. And that's another thing about our series is it's not necessarily your full-time racers. Right. So it's, 
Samantha, even though she's a younger racer, she ha- might have some aspirations to do some ARCA and things like that. She, like you said, she's studying to become a commercial pilot. Yeah. And then, you know, you have someone like Kevin Cromer who operates his own plumbing business. Yeah. Uh, ben Embling has his own, you know, auto shop that does, you know, different projects for for people in and outside of racing. So, you know, you have that variety. Um, it's basically your people that work Monday through Friday and then go have a little fun on Saturday night. Well, and that's that's what, to me, makes it. You know, Joe likes to bill it as racing the way it used to be. But in reality, I think it's racing the way it still ought to be. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think there's a um, there's a much more sort of relaxed atmosphere about your series and yet when you go to these tracks like jennerstown speedway in pennsylvania and dominion in virginia and midvale in ohio you go to these tracks and seven eight thousand people show up to watch like it's a big deal it, it has the tracks that that have been with the series for a while that have invested and built you know brands with the series for a number of years, the crowds are huge and, um, and the people love it. And even though the car counts have been off a little bit this year, you know, mid teens, um, high teens, whatever, um, you know, it's, it's just a series that is it to me, it, it ought to be, it ought to be a series that everybody wants to race because number one, it's very economical. I mean, you can spend, you know, 50 grand and win a championship, you know, and number two, um, it's also, like I said, it's very competitive because it's short tracks, but it just doesn't have all the sort of sniping and, and, and all of that, that some of these late model series have between drivers. Yeah, and going back to the tracks, we have some great partners with the tracks that we go to. Jennerstown yeah. Speedway, they've been an amazing partner since we started going there, I think, 2015. Love that place. And Love it. Yeah, they pack the place. Love but it. But not only do they pack the place, but we do have a following there. And they, yes. they'll cheer and boo yep. the different drivers yeah. that they that they <laughs> favor true. and, and yeah. are against and whatnot. So they, um, you know, a place like that, I mean, we didn't get to have – just because of scheduling logistics, we didn't get to have an autograph session there until our August race this year. We went there three times and you should have seen the line in the midway when we had our autograph session. That's great. And and it's, it's one of those things that we look forward to interacting with the fans, the Midvale fans, like you mentioned, that's been our longest tenured track since I think 2010. And that, you know, you have fans that come up and tell us, hey, I've been saving my money all yeah, year to come to the only race they go to there. Yeah, it's your Super Cup race. Yeah. So it's not I mean, again, you know, and that's it's interesting to me um, when you have a series like this, you know, it, it and you you first obviously get started. Nobody knows who you are and you don't have any sort of time log in any tracks as you start kind of repeating, repeating, repeating. You it takes a while to saturate and become known in a market. Um, And, and once you get to that point, if, if what you have is good, then people will keep coming back and, and we'll look forward to the, to the next show. And that's why I try to tell series promoters don't schedule more than maybe a couple shows at any one track, because what happens is you get to three, four five shows at a track and you're a commodity. And now people feel like, well, I can skip this one because there's going to be another one in a month or two weeks or whatever. One or two times a year, 
those people are putting that on their calendar and they're going to make sure they show up because they 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 you're going to leave them still wishing you had more than that. Yeah, and we try to go to facilities too that have that not just the following but for racers They'll right. enjoy coming to whether yep. it's racing on the track or bringing their families and having a good time with, you know, facilities that are accommodating and everything. And like Dominion Raceway, for instance, with, you know, that's just that place is a palace with the oh. bar and grill. And yeah, you know, let the, me let me explain that for those who, who don't know the rest, the the concession area in the grandstand is a fully enclosed, fully functional bar and grill. It's awesome. Yeah. And they have, you know, live concerts at that venue. They yes. sometimes have things going on at the road course. Now there's a hotel outside of Turn Free. Oh, no immediately kidding. Immediately outside the track. Oh, I didn't so, know that. So, you know, <laughs> you don't have to go that far if you want to wow. stay the night. But, you know, we go to places like that. And, and, you know, we went back to UMI Motorsports Park, which was formerly Clearfi- Clearfield, Clearfield Mountain Speedway or CMB Mountain Raceway no, Park. Right. It had a bunch yeah. of different names. Yeah, you're right. It has. But we yep. had our that it was their first oval event that they've had there since I think 2015, and uh, they they do autocross is what they do regularly oh. now. And they had autocross during the afternoon and us during the evening, and they packed the not necessarily the stands, but they had hillside seating, and the hillside seating was packed. oh wow, that's awesome. So, that kind of stuff, you know, we're building towards it at places like that, as well as Motor Mile Speedway. Uh, this was our first time there, and and I think as as long as we keep can continue to have that consistency, yeah, we'll, we'll continue having. As soon as you mentioned Barn Grill, it made me think of uh, Carteret. They have a like a whole restaurant. Yeah, and the, and the county has one too in and the infield. In yeah, the infield. Mm-hmm. and yep. the, and the crossover bridge there too. That's right. Cool. Yeah, Carteret's another beautiful facility, but yeah, Dominion is just amazing. Now, I didn't know about the hotel, so I haven't been there in probably three, four years, so they must have built that just recently, yeah. uh, but what a convenience that is to have a, a hotel right there at the track, um, so that's cool. Okay, so I know that um, we've got a big announcement to make, and I want to save that for the next segment, so I'm going to substitute this question. Is there a track that you you guys are talking about going to or would like to go to but haven't been yet with the series? Um, I can't name one specifically, but we have been in talks with some facilities about 2022. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, when we kind of – we have to look at the logistics of it as well. You know, we have interests from different tracks, and sometimes it's just – way out of the area for right. for some competitors so we have to make it work we try to do work works best for the most so and that the most as in you know those that commit to running next year or have has a history of of running with us regularly and right. you know geographically geog- geographically um yeah <laughs> being, I, I did i did it to him so i'll do it to you you got there <laughs> but yeah geographically um what works for for the most um but yeah, and you know we can talk a little bit more about the twenty twenty two. Some things we're working on. Um, if we have some time in the next segment, we will. Yeah, we'll get to that. But first, in the next segment, we're going to get to the big announcement about uh, the Super Cup Stock Car Series. So stay tuned for that. We'll be back with more of Lead Lap right after this. How to be a great dad in fifteen seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 
automotive technicians, and auto service trainees. How would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. This is William Swalich, and you're listening to Lead Lap Radio. Welcome back to Lead Lap. As we continue with our special guest, Aaron Cree from the Super Cup Stock Car Series. Uh, Okay, so we have teased this for a couple of segments. Now we're going to do it. Uh, And uh, when I talked to Joe about this, Joe called me about this the other day. I was so excited to, to hear this um, for him because this has been almost 15 years in the making. Uh, but finally, we have a major sponsor that is covering, basically it's a TV sponsor for the Super Cup Stock Car Series. So Aaron, tell us who that is and then tell us what the TV is so all all the people in our audience can make sure to tune in. Sure. it's uh, So Trick Shot Penetrating Lubricant and Star Trucking have uh, come on board to uh, ensure that all of our eight races that we filmed this year um, will be aired on MAV-TV, and those will air the premiere set for the wintertime, probably around January. Um, and right now, actually, if, you're on, if you look on MAV-TV, every Sunday evening, 
Um, they're actually going through all of our past broadcasts, oh, all wow. the way dating back to 2016. So once a week, there's a different show that's that's kind of airing on Mav TV right now, leading up to um, our premiere in January. So it kind of gets you caught up <laughs> from like 2016 to 2019. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's on Sunday evenings. Yes, Eastern time. Okay. Six PM Eastern. Six PM. Okay. Um, so that's pretty cool. And and then your 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 new season, so to speak, which actually will be the twenty twenty one race events, or half of them, is yeah. the way it works out. I think um, <clears throat> that starts in January. And that's you know again, there's you got the Chili Bowl, and then you kind of got nothing pretty much for a little while until we get into obviously the Speed Weeks and all that stuff. But there's kind of a, a three four five-week gap for the most part mm-hmm. um where there's not a lot of new stuff going on and not a lot to watch so uh that's the perfect yeah. uh time to catch up and then um i'm told that there may be a possibility um that uh the 22 season will air sooner after the season next year so that would be interesting if if that could happen too but uh, that's still being worked out i know in the in the the broadcast schedule there, but uh, new, new uh, blood at uh, Mav TV that that's kind of over it and making some really, I think, really good changes. Uh, had a chance to talk to somebody over the weekend actually about that uh, and some of the things that Mav's doing, and I like it. They've got some real TV experienced people now, so that that bodes well for the future of Mav TV. But um, you know, some big things that Trick Shot uh, and the folks from star trucking are going to allow the, the, the cars tour to do now or the uh, super cup <laughs> stock car series to do now. I'm looking at my cars tour list to on the sheet. You. Yeah. Well, you I don't have, have the to, buzzer. So I don't, have, I don't it. have it. I didn't bring the buzzer tonight. So <laughs> I, um, make the noise. I could give myself a buzz, but, uh, but at, at any rate, uh, talk a little bit about more of the 22 schedule. Cause I know we've got, We've got a couple big ones at uh, Jennerstown and Dominion are back. I mean, th- th- those yep. tracks, I think, are are hopefully our lifers for the series, yeah. and they're both great tracks. And before I do that, I would just want to thank you know these these businesses for their support. Um, yeah, they actually we'll get came... more into okay that, but go ahead if you finish your thought. Okay, well, I mean, they they came on board first of all with some support of our Keystone One Hundred and Fifty weekend that we did in Clearfield and Jennerstown back in June, and uh, Joe has been in touch with them, you know, uh, about you know, discussing the future and yeah. uh, they jumped right on the idea of, you know, supporting the 2021 shows. So it's, it's very promising that, uh, that, that they've been able, that they've jumped to support. And, uh, you know, we've had multiple other, um, I don't have a list of them, so I don't want to name and leave someone out, but we've had a number of others that have supported the possibility of us being on Mav TV as well, that, that we want to thank for the support as well. And, uh, you'll see those on the broadcasts and you know, they'll get their mention when, when they do air. Yeah. We'll talk more. I want to talk a little bit more about uh trick shot, uh, as we go forward here, but, but let's, let's get to the yeah. schedule for the moment here just to keep us on track. So we, like I said, we've got a couple that we know already, right? At uh, Jennerstown and Dominion. Talk yeah. about what you know about the schedule yeah, so far. So we're still working on some details. Um, we're definitely going to begin and end the season. That's the current plan at Dominion Raceway in Thornburg, Virginia. Love it. Once again. And, um, we have two confirmed events for that. Um, we're still working on the exact dates, but it's going to be late April timeframe and then late September or early October timeframe for those two dates. Um, and then we have two firm dates for Jennerstown. We're going to be going back there in July, the weekend after the 4th, and then also in early September. So um, so those are set. 
Um, and I so think that's the first. So Fourth of July at Jennerstown? No, weekend after. Oh, weekend the after. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's July 9th. Okay. But yeah, I mean, we're, we're still working on the exact dates for some of these other tracks. We do expect, you know, the ones, some of them that we talked about to be back, perhaps Gen- Shenandoah Speedway as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's one thing that we do with our schedule is, you know, we were talking about being a family series, yeah. drivers that race full time. So, you know, we try to come up with the proposed dates and, you know, it's not definitely going to be those dates until they're set in stone but they might be moved back or forward a week. But, you know, we try to stay off, you know, most holiday weekends. We try to – actually, we we never have consecutive weekends that we race. So that you always get a two or three week – two, three weeks between races. Um, you know, so racing fa- – you know, these are racing families, but, you know, they're families outside of racing too and so that they can plan other activities during the summertime and, you know, with the fall comes, you know, football and all that kind of stuff too. So – you know, we try to keep it, you know, very flexible for the competitor so that they can, you know, if they want to chase the championship, they're able to. It makes sense. And again, it, it keeping the number of overall events down, um, you know, usually somewhere between eight and 12 is where you guys fall. And doing that, I think, makes it easy for the racers because some of them actually do race other series. So you can you can you can run the entire Super Cup series <laughs> And then still have uh, plenty of opportunity. Like uh, I know I saw Kit Smiller, I think, in an ARCA race or two. And, and you've got, um, you know, the Rohrbaugh family who who supports the ARCA series um, has a truck. And, and there are, you know, there are a number of the competitors that do other things besides Super Cup. So you really have to have, I think, a, you know, that kind of a schedule in order to allow those people to do that. And I think that that makes it easy, too, for anybody new that's looking to come in and compete with your series to say, OK, we can, you know, we can go run this other series over here and still make at least probably most of the dates for the the Super Cup series because there's just not it's not like it's a 20 race series. Yeah. And and the other thing that we do is we we've the last few seasons, we've done what we call our regional titles where, you know, we do like the based on where a driver resides. Yeah. So we have, you know, it it allows more flexibility for those competitors also that, you know, obviously want to have as many full-time competitors as possible, but there's some that just cannot feasibly do that. They can't, you know, travel up and down the East Coast if they they wanted to. But it gives them something to run for, say, you know, a driver from Pennsylvania. They could run, you know, the Jennerstown races in Clearfield and maybe a race in Virginia and still be eligible for something at the end of the year. Yeah. And that, I mean, I think, see, I think, again, I just love the way that Joe has that all set up because it just makes it easy for competitors in a number of different situations to be able to still come in and run. Um, and I know that uh, there have been some races in, in this region, in this area in the past, and I'm, I'm, I'm holding out hope that we may see some more eventually because I do think that there is a market for it here that that could be built this obviously is late model country but i mean you're as close to the arca series as it possibly could get so if somebody's looking for nascar approval or whatever this is a great way to to go to get experience in in the full-size stock cars versus the late models and i think motor mile was a good move in that direction yes finally being able to get i mean i know joe had been working on and they've been through a few different you know management teams and everything yeah and um over the years and 
and we were able to work it out with uh, Mark Ebert that's kind of heading up that place and, and Jeff Rourke that's the general manager there now. And, you know, the, Motor Mile is only two hours from the hub in North Carolina. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah it, it's, it, it might open the door for, for some more opportunities like that. I enjoyed it when I went up there a few weeks ago to see you guys run. I hadn't been to Motor Mile in a, in a, in a good, good bit, probably five years, four or five years. And it was great to get back there. It's a great track. Um, and, uh, you're right. It's been sold or, or kind of changed hands, uh, at least management wise a couple of times. And I think, I think Mark and the staff, they're from the Rusty Wallace dri- mm-hmm. uh, racing experience. Yeah. I think, yeah, they're kind of leasing it or running it or however that works. And, uh, so that they, they were able to bring you guys in when some other shows didn't work out this yeah. year. And hopefully that was fortuitous because it would be nice to see it. We see a couple shows there next year on the schedule. Yeah. And the one that was planned in August was actually one of our best turnouts of the year. So yeah. It's always promising. So yeah, we'll, we'll see what 2022 holds. And I know that Joe's been working. I, Joe always jokes and I don't know if he's joking. Sometimes he says he only works <laughs> half days now and that's half day as in 12 out of 24 hours in the day. So yeah, working on this. Well, he is. And, and that's the <laughs> thing I like about Joe is Joe is a really hardworking guy. I mean, he didn't, you know, the, the way that he, he, been able to do this and and the work that he's done in the past he's he's a very hardworking guy and he really he really wants this to be um i'm i'm trying to think of the phrase i want almost to, you know a series for the common man a series for the grassroots racer that that can get into a full-size stock car and go race uh, a few times a year and have a good time with it. So it's, um, I think it's something that definitely is a is a great concept, and and I've enjoyed it, uh, and looking forward to continuing to enjoy it. Um, when we come back around in the next segment, I want to talk a little bit about some of the racers that have come through the series and gone on to do other things in the past, and then we'll get into uh, some more stuff too. But um, Trick Shot, by the way, high-performing penetrating lubricant that uh, can be used for metals to break and prevent rust, loose fight corrosion, and unlock seized parts. It also lubricates, protects, and cleans. It is environmentally safe, 100% biodegradable, non-flammable, non-toxic, no petroleum distillates, and no offensive odor and after all that is the most important thing isn't it aaron sounds like i could use it around the house yeah and, you don't and want yeah. any offensive odor and i like the website name too it yeah does the trick.com it does the trick.com and we're gonna do a couple tricks and be back right after this here's an important message from rad and this station hi this is bob sheehan from blues traveler for rad recording artists against drunk driving I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. 
a loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Leland Honeyman, and you're listening to Lead Lap Radio. Welcome back to Lead Lap as we roll on our final segment uh, of the show this week. It's been fun talking with Aaron Creed, who is the PR director for the Super Cup Stock Car Series and uh, talking about their new sponsor, uh, TV sponsors, Trick Shot Penetrating Lubricant. It does the trick.com is their site and um, also Star Trucking as well. And uh, uh, I didn't know that... Um, I, I could I remembered Star Trucking from somewhere. I couldn't place it. Benny Gordon, who is a longtime racer, mm-hmm. uh, actually owns that. And that's really cool. Um, it's good to see them getting involved with the series because I know Benny's raced uh, there. And, and is I think, uh, if I remember correctly, I think Benny's run some NASCAR races as oh, yeah. well in his in his career. So um, great to great to see that participation. And hopefully that's the start of a trend for your yep. for your series. Now, how did you get started with the Super Cup Stock Car Series. Well, just to, to, to for Star Trucking, it's Star with two A's if you want to look at their services and go to their website. So oh, just, okay. just go ahead and get an it. informative kind it. of thing. Yeah, www.startrucking.com. That's S-T-A-A-R. So, one yep. of those. Fancy. Yeah, one of those I misspelled it because I could kind of things. Or maybe yeah. there's a, I'm sure there's probably a reason for that. Yeah. Um, you know, but. Uh, but yeah, how did I get how did you series? Get, how did you end up with. Uh, well. I, about a decade ago, uh, yeah, around 2010, 2011, I just traveled to a handful of races a year for fun. I was still a recent college graduate, so I didn't have the most funding to go all over the planet 
you know, covering races and everything. Sure. And I didn't have a journalism degree. So, um, Oh really? I thought you did. No, I do not. Interesting. I computer okay. science degree. So, ah. <laughs> but yeah, well, you, you kind of need that to be a journalist anymore. <laughs> Sometimes to kind of dissect everything. <laughs> We're not typing but, on typewriters anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I, um, so yeah, I blogged, I just had a blog that I kind of blogged about my travels and, uh, I attended a super cup race in, I think it was, yeah, 2012, the summer of 2012. I think I went to a couple before that one in Hickory. And uh, okay. but 2012, I went to Motordrome Speedway, which unfortunately is not open anymore. It's in western Pennsylvania. Um, attended a Super Cup race there from the stands. And uh, I think about a month later, I got an email from Joe Schmeling and said, give me a call when you get a chance. And uh, first I was like, oh, what did I do? What was <laughs> did I say something wrong about the series? or be in Super Cup yeah, jail. Yeah, I don't know. But I called him up. He invited me to their last race, which was also at Motordrome that year. And uh, the rest is kind of history. And you know, I mean, I noticed that they, they had some struggles with uh, getting, you know, press recaps and press releases out, um, you know, within a matter of time from the, from the race. And, uh, and it was just, you know, Joe was kind of doing it himself and didn't have any social media presence at that time. So, um, yeah, I kind of volunteered at first to, to help, um, get that going and for the 2013 season. And I've been with the series ever since. Well, that's, uh, that I knew it was somewhere back in there, but I didn't know how far back you went with, with the series. And I love your press releases because you format them correctly, which is more than I can (laughs) say for about half of the other people who send me press releases every week. Um, so basically I can pretty much copy and paste and, and just drop it right into the website and share it. Um, which is great. I love that. Uh, but you, you, again, you've, uh, you had a series photographer and I want to talk about Hmm. this for a bit because you had a little bit of tragedy this year. And, and I want to give this gentleman some, some do, and I'm going to let you talk about him because you, you're close. You were closer with him. And and that kind of, yeah. And that was kind of cause for some of the hiccup that we had in the middle part of the season and and everything. But Patrick Miller had been with our series. I actually met him, met him via Twitter, but then I ended up, I was covering a race, I think for speed 51 when I was with them for a few years at Lincoln Speedway, the dirt track and, uh, had some issues. I guess I shouldn't really name drop a track if I had some issues getting some credentials or whatnot, but <laughs> it is what, what it is. I'm not mad at them. It's okay. It's, it's all part of it. And, uh, essentially I ended up having to, you know, I got my own pit pass and got reimbursed later and, yeah. and, uh, you know, hung out in the infield and hanging out there was Patrick that I knew from Twitter at that time. And, uh, we had gotten to talking and, and his fiance, Cheryl, that, that, uh, they've been together for years and, and, um, but yeah, I met them through that. And then over the off season, you know, he had asked, do you guys need a photographer? And they've been, they've been wonderful over the years. And, um, you know, with great photography that you see in the press releases yes. I send out and Cheryl does some great graphic design work. We've, we've done calendars each year and, and oh, nice. hero cards for that. our drivers and things like that. So, um, yeah, and, and unfortunately in July after our Jennerstown race, uh, Patrick ended up getting ill and kind of unexpectedly passed away later in the month. Mm. So um, we, we've all kind of been reeling since then, and uh, part of the reason why I was kind of a jack-of-all-trades in September. But uh, we were thankful to have uh, Cheryl join us at our Jennerstown race in August, and she came down in Dominion. And uh, I think it was it was great for her to be around the Super Cup family and yeah. everything. I know they support everything that they do, and... and uh, 
Yeah. They had a lot of Cheryl had a lot of fun with us and hopefully she can continue with us with with doing some photography. She's a great photographer as well. I think um I think our audience would probably be interested to understand because I mean you watch a race on TV and you just see a bunch of people and you really don't think any more about it than that necessarily but you know when you travel to X number of races and you're together all the time mm-hmm. you know it does become a family. They become your friends and, and, and part of your family, and you look forward to that. I have a I have an event that I call every year, go-kart race, in on Thanksgiving weekend. This will be the 21st year. And it's as much of a, you know, go to see the family and, and like see what everybody's... Yeah, it's like a reunion. Yeah. And, and so when you have a situation like that, it just... It just it's it's a big loss, especially yeah. in a smaller staff or smaller yeah. series, because you guys were so close. It to was it. obviously one of the hardest things I had to do was yeah. you know, write a press release about that, and 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 you know when word got out about it, you know I was the one receiving all the texts, going what happened and, yeah. and everything, and uh, yeah, it was definitely a sad situation, and we we definitely we all dearly missed Patrick, and uh, but. Um, he would have wanted us to go on, and uh, we keep going on as a family. And I mean, that's what the series is all about. Like the family, every almost every team has their family there. Yeah, and you know, it's not just that; it's also you know our series officials, and, yep. and you know, I mean, even the folks from Pit Row TV that came out to, to help our at our races this year and film the races for television. You know, even if it's a different crew, some of the races, you know, we we consider them you know, a part of us as well. Sure. Just because of the amount of help that they do and, and also just their friendliness and and willing to bond with all of us as well. Yeah. Uh, definitely a good time. Now you um I, I want you to talk about where people can find you online so they can kind of get dialed in and make sure they they go forward with you. Yeah, it's supercupstockcarseries.com. We'll probably actually have a release about our T V sponsors here coming out very soon. Um and then as we firm up more of the schedule we'll have more information on that um we're also on facebook super cup stock car series you can just search for them there um also twitter you can search uh SCSCS racing that's our twitter handle and also instagram i believe we're the same we yeah. actually know we have an underscore in the middle SCSCS <laughs> underscore racing so ah, gotcha but okay. you know you all you have to do really is search for super cup stock car series and, and even on uh Google, you search SCSES, and it's the first thing that comes up. So, Well, we appreciate uh, you being on, and uh, yeah. we wish you, you all the best. Me. We'll look forward to a big year next year. we got just a few seconds left. I will be at Ace Speedway this Friday at the Rodney Cook Classic Championship Night on Friday, this Friday the 23rd, so we'll have that to talk about next week as well. And lots more shows coming up that we'll tell you about on next week's program. So long. You've been listening to The Lead Lap Show. Home to Southeast Motorsports coverage on the radio. For more exciting and passionate motorsport content, follow Lead Lap Show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And visit leadlapshow.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of the Lead Lap Show. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of the Lead Lap Show. Thank you for listening.